Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. Okay, welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. I'm Tim. I'm the guest player this week. I'm playing Drevin Grayskye, who is a minor noble conniving in it with everybody and anybody to off his wife and overthrow the current king. I'm Stephanie. I'm playing Katya Grayskye, who uh, just had her secret spilled in a rather abrupt manner. I'm Jeremy, playing uh, Desmond... I'm playing the Willis <laughs> Masters. Desmond Visker. <laughs> I had to look at my name card. Um, I'm an Ifrit, uh, who is just made a deal with uh, Drevin to avenge his father's death by killing Katya. I am Carlin. I am playing Ashley, the um, pacifist healer Ifrit, who has unwittingly spilled the beans on Katya's pregnancy. And I am Jordan. I am playing Fade the Benevolent. I am kind of a trickster and a uh, conniver and a schemer. And really good in bed. And I know how to work all the angles, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And soon to be a daddy. Yeah. (laughs) Signed up for a direct deposit. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That was not part of the plan. (laughs) Character point. Yep. Oh, my goodness. So, in the intervening time, we managed to um, finish the game. Yay! No. <laughs> so, we, we actually have rolled up the tilt, um, which, if you're, if you're new to Fiasco, this is your first time listening, uh, the tilt is kind of the midpoint through the, uh, the game where everything just starts to go slightly askew and then just kind of drops off. So, now is where the bull manure hits the proverbial fan. So it is, uh, it's going to be interesting. Hey, the two people who rolled for the tilt were Carlin and Stephanie. Carlin, do you want to tell us what you chose for the tilt? Um, I chose the category of folly, and under that category I chose an unexpected proposal. Now remember, we are using the alternate tilt table from uh, the, the Fate Companion. Uh, so this is something that, um, not Fate Companion, Fiasco Companion. Uh, so this is uh, something that you won't see if you just have the normal Fiasco book. Uh, but we do recommend picking up the Fiasco Companion as well because it's got a lot of great play advice and rules for how to play online like as a uh, play-by-post type of thing and, and stuff like that. Now, Stephanie, what did you choose for your tilt card? I chose Deception as the category and the Mighty Fall Exceedingly Hard. Oh my goodness. So there's, there's some pretty mighty people here. It could be like politically mighty or people who think they're politically mighty or it could be physically mighty and people who catch on fire. There's just so many options here. Or politically or physically mighty, they just got themselves a new minotaur mithril battle axe. So could also be, you know, those mighty underworld characters who have all the power when everybody else thinks they don't. Mm. Hmm. Or it could be the one who has the drugs. 
<laughs> there are so many ways to be mighty in Fiasco. And so many ways to fall. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, it is your turn. Now I'm that sorry, we I'm have super excited, I'm plotting. It is, uh, now that we've entered Act Two, it is your turn to go ahead and start the episode. Do you, okay. Do you want to give away a die, or do you want to? I mean, not give away. Do you want to take a die? die right? Yeah. Okay. Or do you want to? Um, do you want to frame your outcome? Frame your outcome, or choose your scene. I'm going to frame my scene. It's actually going to be a flashback. It is going to be the day before my wedding to Drevin. My father comes into the bridal tent to talk to me about the <laughs> plans, the the um the other plan behind why he is marrying me off to this lordling. And is Carlin going to reprise his role as your father? I suppose so. Excellent. Do I do I need to know about this plan? <laughs> <laughs> that might be good, yeah. Um, so the one I picked is deception. Emphasis mm. on the deception being how the mighty fall exceedingly hard. Mm. The deception being that you were marrying me off as an appeasement for attacking, when in reality... You need somebody on the inside discovering the weaknesses of the Lordling and his army okay. and how best to attack. Sounds good. Got it. Okay. So who starts talking? <laughs> well, I'm in, in my tent uh, pacing and grumbling and... Okay, so it's just noise. it's just the father and Katya. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so... I cannot believe he's making me marry this stupid man. He doesn't even have a beard. He's he's just... It's like marrying a woman with a gun. So Ivan walks in, and he's like... He's like... Rose petal. Rose petal. My young rose petal. Don't you call me that. Please, please. Just listen. While there may have been ears around, I had to talk to you, as others should hear. Now that we are alone... I can let you know, real plan. Real plan is, yes, you must marry men. You must. But I need you there on inside to study defenses, to study strategy, and to figure how to best attack this man. How are we going to attack him with dragon there? We will figure this out later. What you must know, he will expect a child. You must give a child, but it must not be his. Can you do this? I do not know, Father. First you ask me to marry man I do not love, and then you ask me to find someone to put their seed in me? This is... You are asking much of me, Father. What do I get in return? You become ruler after I am gone of all, we will take it all over. And when I But I am thought gone, my brother Wolf would get that. That will be solved. Really? Yes. He has been involved in some unfavorable things. I see. Can you make this happy? It is much you ask of me for. It is. But you are my young rose petal. All right, I can do it. What? 
<laughs> Jordan's whispering to me. I couldn't even hear what he said. Yeah, you you could use the Ifrit lamp at this point to uh, solidify that you will find true love, even if you're in a bad situation. Okay. Do that. I, I will not let you down, Father. Good. May I ask, did you wait until now to tell me for this show? Yes. No one else must know. Not even your mother or any siblings. What are you doing? Shut up. It's bad luck to see bride before a wedding. He's my Ugh. father. He's even worse luck. He, he might give you back. I wish he would. I hate this man. He is making me marry. This is stupid. And he just gives her like the A-OK hand signal. <laughs> just she like at him. doing good. And then, uh, gives him a hug and sends him back out of the tent. And at this point, she she paces a little longer. Now it's slower, studied pacing. She's thinking. And then she goes to her, her hope chest. <laughs> Do barbarian women have hope chests? Well, that's where they have to keep their, um, their swords. Right, there we go. Okay, so she, you know, she digs through all the various armaments and digs out her little genie lamp. And she's gonna rub it and call up a very frail, weak looking old Ifrit out of it. His name's Resman. <laughs> you have called. Ah, there you are, Ifrit. I have a task to ask of you before I finally give you your uh, freedom. Call it freedom? Well, would you rather remain in the land for a decade? What is your request? I may be a warrior, but every girl dreams of true love. I would like to have my true love come and find me a month from now. I will grant your last request. First you must know, my people, they will avenge my death. Yes, I'm sure they will try. They will succeed. Hmm. Well, then let my wish become so, Ifrit. And you are now released. You'll have to wait at least a year. No! And he crumbles into dust. Yeah. <laughs> he burns into ash. Oh. And falls away. <clears throat> and she screams and throws the lamp down. <laughs> so sad. Ah! Stupid pests! Sing. A year. Oh, I had to put up with you for a year before I finally found somebody? Yeah. Trust me, I never touched you, baby. Oh. <laughs> that, that marriage... I might have sent the dogs in to you one or two nights, but other than that... That marriage was definitely not consummated. <laughs> yeah, no, it was definitely not consummated. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't let my horse do her, much less me. And Stephanie was given a white dye for that. Excellent. Yep. All right, um, I'm going to frame the scene. This is going to be the night after Desmond's agreement with the Lord. He's going to be waiting sort of in the place where they mill the lumber. The lumber yard? Yeah. Of course, Drevin would have then sent his wife, that he loves so, to inspect the lumber yards and make sure that the peasants were doing their job and only sent his most loyal guards who will conveniently disappear after she arrives. In the sort of hours before nightfall, Desmond is sort of arranging the lumber in a way that he's going to get one of the stacks of lumber to fall in so that she'll be trapped and surrounded by a huge wall of lumber. And his plan is just to set that on fire. 
cook her alive. Or just consume all the oxygen in there and she suffocates. Dude. That's like the way you think. <laughs> so what kind of night is it? Is it is it a cool night? Is it a warm night? Is it humid? Surprisingly clear. It is the rainy season. How did the Ifrit feel about being in a climate that has oh like a rainy season? Considering that they're probably creatures that like dry weather. He wouldn't have minded. Well, uh, no, but he doesn't know any better. Yeah, that is, Ashley would not have minded. Desmond doesn't like being here, but he has traveled here to find the person who has killed his father. He's done what he has to do. He's doing what he's got to do. So I, I guess you're laying in wait, and I show up with my guards and speak with the, the foreman of the lumberyard, and, and I'm, I'm trying to get him to decipher my accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to see the lumber. The... Show me to the logs. I don't know why you have to see my back. <laughs> the big hard wood. But you're married. Hey, you idiot. Just, just show me the stupid place so I can go home. Well, I mean... Come, I show you. Come. So I'm walking toward the lumber yard. And uh, I suppose I have my two guards flanking me. Well, for now, your two guards are flanking you, but it's right. as soon as you uh, start to go into the lumberyard, they, we, we, will, we will take up positions here to make sure no one else can get in. Fine, fine. And uh, I walk with the, the lumber foreman into the yard, and I'm like, okay, I, I am supposed to be inspecting something. All I know is your lumber is as good as your ore. This, this whole land is just awful. Well... Over there are the cedar trees that we've been cutting most recently. Mm. That's what we've been harvesting uh, for, for the past few months. Over there, we have some oak that we're going to be sending to the capital. It's As you can see, it's already been made into planks, uh, so everything should be good with those. <clears throat> I'm sorry, ma'am. Am, am, am I boring you? No, no. Go on. Please. Um, as you can see and over she's, here, uh, she's checking the sky and looking around. We have a waiting. we have a water mill over here, uh, and as he's pointing over there, a huge stack of lumber sort of falls in, collapses. Is where the entryway to that section was. Oh, great! This is not safe at all. You maintain a very poorly. Uh, Put together lumber yard. And I, hear, I will be telling you hear from behind the stack calling out Lady Grey Sky. May I know who calls me? And for a second, um, Jeremy is being given a black die. He's uh now standing on one of the stacks of lumber that is enclosing you in. Just looking up at the sky, it's like it's a clear night. Apparently, it's not your night, Lady Grey Sky. I'm sorry, Pest. Do you have a name? Yes. My name is Desmond. Desmond Visker. You killed my father. And he lights his arms on fire and says, Prepare to die. <laughs> I will never turn down a good Princess Bride reference. Yes! I'm just like, okay, wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> He's just going to start to ignite the, the wood and he's walking around the perimeter of the, the wall that is enclosing you and just lighting everything on fire. And you start seeing like arrows 
that's when arrows suddenly start narrowly missing you as they zoom by. And uh, yeah, um, Katya picks up a tree branch. Random tree branch. <laughs> oh, I'm Katya Oakenshield! No. <laughs> <laughs> um, she picks up a tree branch and she, she screams, Father! Get the Ifrit! And and so you start hearing the war cries of the, of the uh, of her tribe. Some of my tribe. Yeah, it's really like it's about seven or eight. It's a, yeah, it's a small tribe. Yeah, I guess at this point he jumped down into the into the enclosure where in, she is. Into the enclosure. Yeah. All right. It's gonna stick close to the wall where the fire is. Okay. So I kind of smile at you and be like, "Okay, Ifrit, now it's a game of time." I have people coming for me, but you, you're all alone. Your father's dead. I have other people. Do you? Who will come for you? Mm. Well, I look forward to killing them too. Step out and fight. Guess Desmond would start taking some of the lumber that's stacked behind him and just start tossing it forward in okay. your direction. Yeah, she's backing up and takes the lumber, uh, the lumber mill overseer, puts <laughs> him in front of her <laughs> as a human shield. Yes, human shield, good. <laughs> Get the Ifrit. Pulled him down. I want him taken alive. <laughs> you're the you're the human. Would you <laughs> the yeah. human shield? Would you look? <laughs> Eventually, Desmond gets to the Just back. The back of the pile picks up one of the last hunks of lumber. Says, "Just know this is as a warning. We will come." Toss it, and then heads off into the woods. All right, sounds like a scene. And well. Is it? Oh, yeah, that is your scene, huh? Yeah. yeah. I got a black die. Didn't end well because I didn't do the job that I was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah, no, it didn't end well at all. <laughs> your plans. The plans of men and ifrits. <laughs> right? They've gone awry. Okay. All right, Carlin, it is now your scene. Um, I'm going to choose the outcome, and it's going to be a good, good outcome. So you guys may frame. What if Ashley found friends? Well, yeah, I'm trying to think... Because he's friends with you, and he didn't kill me off after finding out I was pregnant. So apparently he was working on it. What if... What if I went to him to have him set you free? And in order to set you free, he finally got some brains and made the argument that he gets to keep the fairy pouch. So he's not beholden to you anymore. You don't get to hold it. He's not going to set you free unless... Okay. Well, I mean, we could do that. So I'm, I'm currently of, like anything else that would really benefit him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm currently in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. So I'm sneaking in to the dungeon. I've given you the key to the dungeon. Yep. Okay, so I go, and we can start the scene where I'm just kind of opening the door to where he's being held. Like, <laughs> so this is the flash forward chains. again. Yes, we're yep. back to where I've already know that he impregnated my wife. Yes. So he's opening the door and he sees Fade and goes, Fade? Fade? He's kind of peeking his head in. Ashley? Hi. What are you doing here? I'm here to, I'm here to release you. Uh, where is the bag of fairy dust? Didn't he have it? He had it when, yeah, when yeah. I see. Oh, yeah, 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 so I still have it. Okay, I'm wearing it, so I come in and on. Um, Katya said to, to un- unlock you. She's a real winner, isn't she? She's pregnant with your baby. Do we have to keep bringing this up? 
Well, it's a simple fact. Not all facts need to be repeated over and over and over again. You should be happy. You're going to be a good father. And what... Well, why... How do you base that assumption? I can see things. Like what? Some, some things. Good and bad. Well, like what? You're, you can see the future? Yes. Sometimes. I see it in my fairy dust. And then he opens up his fairy dust pouch and... <sighs> snorts some of it. It's like... Okay, I'm gonna unlock you now. Okay. But first, fairy dust and throws it in his face. <laughs> now you should feel better. Uh... So then he, you know, unlocks him and well, right before he's about to put the key in to unlock him, he goes, "But one condition: I get to keep the bag of fairy dust. It's mine." Well, Ashley. <laughs> too much of the dust, didn't he? <laughs> I'm your friend. I, I keep it. I just, I just want to help you. I have to keep it. Otherwise, I think I might have to leave you here. I don't want to be left. Well then, it's your choice. You don't really want to leave me, do you? I'm not going to leave you. All I need is my, is my bag. And you're, and we're out of here. I need your help. Please let me go. I'm going to let you go. Okay. Just, I'm keeping my bag. You really think I'm going to be a good dad? No, but people like to hear that. <laughs> I'm sad now. I was sad before. It's okay. But I'm really sad now. It's okay, we'll go get some ice cream. What, what can you see in the future? We're going to get ice cream. <laughs> Okay, fine. Just unlock me. And then he unlocks them, and they walk out, and scene. Scene. Don Jordan. I think we are going to have a scene where I am talking to some of the uh, the criminal types in, yeah, Gray Sky. Um, and we're going to be talking about what we need to do to get rid of our favorite little problem, the undead. And... Ashley's with me because for some reason he just is always with me. <laughs> you can't get rid of him. <laughs> You're my special like friend. <laughs> I should have just left him in the forest because then none of this would have happened. You now understand why the fairy circle wanted him gone. That's right. <laughs> King Woodwind is dancing a jig right now, baby. Woodwind. Whatever his name was. What was his name? Windrunner. Windrunner, him. You know what I meant? I'm thinking elf. Yeah. He was a clarinet. <laughs> so, my objective is to brainstorm ideas that we can have to get rid of the zombies. Or, you know, to, to use the zombies to our advantage. Because, you know, guys, think about it. Think about it like this. So this is in the dungeon? No, this is this is after we get out of the dungeon. Okay. And you're talking to yeah. a group of yeah. and scoundrels. We've been some time passes. We're now trying to see what we can do to offer protection to people to keep them safe from the zombies. Protection. Because apparently Lord Grey Sky's guards are very ineffective and keep on getting bitten. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Yeah. 
I'm sitting at a table. It's in the back room of the tavern where uh, Desmond is, was kicked out of. And there's like this one candle just kind of flickering on the middle of the table. But, um, but Ashley is standing there. It's like, hi. He's holding his hands up and they're just on fire. So the room is well lit. And I'm sitting at a table with about, with about three, three other hench people who know a little bit about the town. Well, that's a really great idea, you know, going around to all of the town, all of the townspeople and just, you know, money. We could always use more money. So I like your extortion idea. That's a really great one. Oh, thank you. Does anybody else have some ideas on how we can yeah, turn yeah, this? Yeah, better plan. We gotta let a few of them die to the zombies first. That'll scare the rest of pay more. There you go. How are we gonna control the zombies? It's the one thing. There seems to be no controlling them. Well, I they mean, seem to be the problem rather than the solution. They, they can be my friends. Excuse me? They can be my friends. Who is now, this guy, Faith? Don't listen Where'd to him. Where did you pick him up? Um, the forest. It's a story. Um, but, I mean, what we can do... He's kind of cute. Yeah, if you like the and flaming kind. <laughs> what we can go ahead and do... Uh, up in the capital, I know some, some wizards. If we can get the wizards in here, they can re reverse engineer what actually happened to the uh, zombies or undead, and we can just see what's going on, then we can use that to our advantage. We can target zombies at people, we can cast undead spells so to make more zombies. Hold on, hold on. We're getting too complicated here. Hey, cutie, what did you say about the whole zombies can be your friends thing? What yeah. do you mean by that? Yeah, they can be my friends. How? When I give them fairy dust, if I give them enough, I can reach inside their minds and make them friends. I thought your fairy dust healed people. It does a lot of things. What kind of things is this fairy dust? Why are we talking about zombies? This man's running around with fairy dust. What does this fairy dust do? That sounds profitable. That sounds very profitable. It does a lot. Um, I can only use it, though. And other fairies. You're not a fairy. But you're not a fairy. You know, I know this one fairy. I was initiated. I consider myself a fairy. Did you go to like the fairy sorority? No, I went to fa fairy training. Fairy training. Okay, enough. Let him talk. What? So go on. Yeah, they can be my friends, and then they listen to me. So here you are trying to get the control of the zombies here, and you're not even listening to this cute little guy you picked up in the woods. Apparently, he can control them. Cute. Look. You have strange taste. He's. Yeah, well, I dated you. He's special. Okay. He's a great friend, and he can do a lot of pretty cool healing things, but I don't really think he can control the zombies. Well, let's go find one and find out. Yeah, let's do it. We can capture a zombie. It can't be that hard. I volunteer you to capture him. I can just go outside and bring a friend in. Okay. Okay. Let's see it. Okay, so, so Ashley just walks outside, and you know, like 10 minutes, 10, 10 to 15 minutes pass, and... Um, Ashley comes walking in, and there's a zombie just following Ashley. Yeah. And then Ashley just kind of like turns around with his arms presenting. It's like, see, it's my friend now. What's his name? Thaddeus. <laughs> Hi, Thaddeus. Nice to meet you. Thaddeus doesn't eat ice cream. What's he eat? Brains. Do we have any brains? Okay, so he won't bite anybody right now unless you tell him to? No. This See? Very lucrative. See? And uh, Ashley holds his arm out right in front of the zombie's mouth. And the zombie just stands there. And doesn't respond. Can you tell him to bite somebody? 
Yeah. Yeah, tell him to bite him, see what happens. No, not me. Not yeah. me. Wait, 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 wait. I have an idea first. I have an idea first. I don't want him to bite anyone. That's not nice. Yeah, but it is, because then they become zombies, and you can be friends with them, too. Well, they can you be with friends else. with more than one? Guys, 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 guys. I think that Ashley here has had enough for today. So him and I, we're going to take Thaddeus, and him and I, we're going to go ahead, go home and rest. We're going to, we're going to table this for now. We've got some more things to talk about. No, 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 I don't think so, Fade. I think you need to stick around here. You've shown us something interesting. You're just trying to keep it all to yourself, ain't you, Faith? No. Yeah, no. I think that's exactly what he's trying to do. No. Not, I, I'm not trying to keep it from you guys. Mm -hmm. I just need to make sure that Ashley is well-rested. Yeah, uh-huh. It's all about Ashley. Ashley, you poor thing. Has he been bossing you around? He got me out of jail. He's a friend. Mm -hmm. He's not He's not the best friend. Yeah, mm -hmm. I noticed. Mm -hmm. yeah. You guys seem nice. We are nice. Dude, we all you want to be your best friend. I, I have promise. ice cream. Oh, I want to go. You should come on over to my place, okay. Ashley. We have tons of ice cream. Okay. I'm going to go have a sleepover. No. Yeah. My guy's going to go over behind Fade. He's going to sit him back down. It's like, don't try to pull a fast one on us here. Ashley. Come here, Ashley, sweetie. And why don't you bring your friend Thaddeus? I mean, you know, keep his mouth shut, please. Katia needs okay. your help, Ashley. Thaddeus isn't going to eat ice cream, though. That's fine. Ashley. That's more for you. To, we might have okay. some nice sheep brains for him. Ashley. Okay. Hey, buddy. I can bring you ice cream. This person has lots of ice cream. Yeah. You don't have much. But, but, Katia might have even more ice cream. Katia? The queen? What are you talking about? Um, Fade. Did you see, hear how he referred to the queen, like, first name basis? What, what's going on? Dude, what's going on there? You, you know, have I, been I spending a lot of time up there. Her life? Yes, Dude, off. Fade, did you take that contract? What contract? On counting his life. I mean, the has obviously been looking around. Uh, no, Whatever I did not take a contract on her life. We're just friends. Uh-huh. Just friends? Like, you're friends with him? No. It's a different kind friends? of friend. Oh, um, Katia is the mother of his soon child. What? What? <laughs> oh, hey, baby, you know, I had questions about you, but you have answered them now. I am the benevolent. Uh-huh. So, guys. I told him he's going to be benevolent, a good father. You think? Maybe. <laughs> guys, 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 speaking of benevolence, here, have a bag of gold each of you. 20 pieces. Just give me and Ashley some time alone, and then you guys can go off and have an ice cream party. Sweetie, I get 20 pieces from any of my whorehouses any night of the week. 40. Okay. How much do you think I can get out of them? I'm thinking I can get at least 50. Yeah. Fade, I'm gonna go with the lady here, and I'll see you tomorrow. I have lots of friends, and they have ice cream, too. See, I have to. Bye, see you tomorrow. And Come on. Ashley just starts walking with her. Daddy's. Keep their mouth shut now. <laughs> but don't forget this. Right. <laughs> the money. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, Faith. Uh, See. Oh, All right. Your little we'll find out what happens with the zombie die next time on Bone Throwers Theater. Thank you for listening to Bone Throwers Theater. 
The cast is Carlin, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Jordan, and Stephanie. This podcast is released under our Creative Commons, Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivatives 3.0 Unboarded License. Please feel free to share the podcast, but please do not modify it or attempt to gain financially from it. To find the show online, visit our site, bonethrowerstheater.com. Our Twitter feed is at bonethrowerstheater, and our email address is bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Join our social networks on Facebook and Google+. Podcast art was designed by Laura Tress and is used with her permission. Until next time, may the bones fall in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.